Hello and welcome to System Mastery, the podcast that is vengeance, the podcast that is the night, the podcast that beats dead horses till they tell us where Mr. Freeze is holed up this time. This week we're covering a game that we used to talk about covering all the time, before Bane broke it, which is my special term for I lost it in my garage for two years. Mayfair Games, Batman, the RPG, the only game I'm aware of that lets you play as Batman. Wait, hang on. I am now being told that there are literally hundreds of games for that on a variety of mediums. Oh, and we're canceled. Wait, reports are now coming in that we're homeless and destitute because of how wrong I was. This has been System Mastery, and we're done forever now. Welcome back to System Mastery. I'm Jeff, as always, your host, and with me is uh, whatever there is that's immediately below host, but still pretty good, but definitely not host. John, how are you? I am hatred. <laughs> I'm apparently a Red Lantern. I got my DC things mixed up. <laughs> I don't think there'd be an old DC Red or Green Lantern game. No, probably not. That would be way too complicated. This book came out in... Well, this printing of this book came out in 1989. Yeah. So, what was Green Lantern up to in the late 80s? Was that, was that around the time where he was hanging around with Green Lantern and going on a cross-country tour? To yeah, work? that's when Green Lantern was hanging out with Green Lantern I'm and sorry, going was... on a cross-country tour. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's Green, Green Lantern and the Green Lanterns. <laughs> Everyone Green... remembers that. It's Green Lantern. There's no way that could be wrong. Everybody I mean, remembers granted... those comics, World's Greenest. Okay, you know what? There's no way that didn't happen. There, first of all, I can name four human Green Lanterns. Oh, only four? Well, I, can name, I could probably name five. I just didn't want to be all aggressive about it. <laughs> We got Hal, Hal Jordan. Heil Jordan. <laughs> Heil Jordan. The Nazi Hi, Superman. Hitler. We got we got we got Hal Jordan. We got uh, John Stewart. We got Kyle Rayner, and then we got uh, Guy Gardner. Indeed, uh, we have then, all four of those. Yeah, and then there's also Alan. Is it Alan Grant or Al- Alan Scott? Alan Scott. Thank you. There there's you another go. one. He's not. A, he's not a Green Lantern. Well, for he is sure. a Green Lantern. He's, he's some manner of Green Lantern. He's just not in the core. He's like. Like, if the Green Lanterns are the police of the universe, he's like the neighborhood watch. Really? Because I figured he was the weird old wizard whose power didn't work on balsa wood. <laughs> also, yes. <laughs> I Okay, so, but definitely, he certainly wasn't fighting with the various rainbow colors of lanterns, because that's, that, at least that is a relatively recent development. Well, it's, I mean, okay, yellow and vi- pink or whatever have been around for a while. Well, you've but, got you got your star sapphire. Yeah, and you, you got your Sinestro, had your Sinestro. But having your what's his name, Mother Mercy or your uh, Destructus or whatever his name, Atrocitus. Atrocitus, thank you. Uh, and, uh, and whatever that, that cat is, that's a Red Lantern that I uh, fucking love. Oh, uh, something Star. It's it's oh uh, Rex Star. Rex Star. Yeah. Oh God, I love that. There's just a <laughs> regular Earth house cat. That has a red lantern ring because it is filled with hate. I think at some point there was also a red lantern ring that was just a fucking snake. <laughs> Good, that makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean, perfect. Well, I mean, there's there's a green lantern that is a planet, so why not? And one that's a squirrel, and one that's a dog man, and one that's a basketball with feet. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, just like on the old uh, Super Globetrotters TV show. Exactly. Yeah. And they go around solving crimes and finding the queen's missing jewels. Yeah, and walking around a court lined up according to height. <laughs> all the time 
anyway, I think he was go. I think in the late '80s, he was on that cross country tour with Green Arrow, yes. where the two of them were like going around learning about problems that real Americans face or something. Yeah, they were definitely like the Brave and the Lantern. Yeah, and when did they do that storyline where where what's his Speedy, Speedy was on Speedy the, was on the, the, the drugs? He was on the heroines. <laughs> Anyway, maybe we should talk about Batman. No, nah, Batman sucks. Let's do an entire episode about Green Lantern. But we don't have an RPG to back it up. That's never stopped us before. <laughs> We're just going to seventh see this one again. <laughs> Baby, here you go. I just made up a Green Lantern game, and here it comes. <laughs> Oh, we're going to Duckman it. We're, <laughs> we're just going to make up the game. Oh, as, we're just going to Duckman all over you. As opposed, uh, We have two ways. Duckmanning the game is to make up a brand new game, whole cloth, while we're talking, just to fuck with people. Seven seeing a game is to avoid talking about the game for an hour. Yeah, and what we're going to do is we're going to seventh Duckman, and we're going to <laughs> avoid talking about a game I just made up. Yeah, we just made up a game, but you're never going to hear about it. <laughs> I've got so, rules for it. So, okay, this game is based, it's a, it's a spinoff of a DC Heroes game. Uh, the only reason I'm doing that, I'm letting you know that, because normally letting you know that would violate our strict no-research policy, but I know that because I bought this game at a garage sale, and I got it in a lot with a bunch of supplements, which I thought were for the Batman RPG, because they use the same rules, but they're not. They're for the DC Heroes game by Mayfair, which is makes a lot of sense to me, because when I bought them, I was like, oh, I don't know why Batman needs a World War II Heroes supplement. No, because of that Elseworlds with World War II Batman. Yeah, but it's not Elseworlds material. It's all just stuff that was going on during DC's World War II lineup. Yeah, it's what Batman thinks about World War II. It's just a bunch of... <laughs> it's just like, his opinion. Just Bruce Wayne musing on World War II. I, yeah, I don't think he'd have any musings. He'd be like... He's like, say what you will about Hitler. <laughs> I will. I will say what I will about Hitler. Thank you for the opportunity, Batman. You're welcome, Alfred. <laughs> no, I feel like you'd be like, okay, so, so Batman... The Zero had a uh, had a impressive dive speed, but a terrible turning radius that the F6F Hellcat took direct advantage of during during uh, dogfights. What's your opinion on that? And he'd be like, "My parents are dead." So I I don't know if you I don't know if you have a, uh, a is there a, what do, you, do you think he'd be doing something different than that? I feel like oh yeah sure his opinion on World War II is it happened before my parents died unless this is a really old Batman and then it happened right after my parents died. <laughs> it happened right around the time my parents died. I don't know which Zorro movie was I seeing. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. We'll just say it's old school Batman. Well, if it's really old school, it wasn't a Zorro movie. It was like Fantuma or something. I forget what it originally was. It's Oh yeah. It's like the Phantom of the Opera or something. Anyway, um so this game is a RPG where one of your players is intended to control the mighty Batman. And then other players are also intended to control the mighty Batman, or, I don't know, yeah, maybe... It, this it, game is Everyone is Batman. Everyone is Batman. A game that we have talked about and joked about on three other episodes. Yeah, Everyone is Batman, and everyone just gets to be Batman. Look, guys, if you want to play that, it's Everyone is John. Go find Everyone is John, and instead of everyone being uh, John, they're Batman. And instead of picking psychoses, they pick different eras of Batman. Yeah, you just pick a different type of Batman. You're like, oh, I'm going to be the old, like, uh, like... 40s and 50s Batman. Where he has a gun and a, and a yeah. mo modest four-door sedan. Exactly. Or you could play as, like, insane Frank Miller Batman from the second Dark Knight Returns book. Yeah, which like, everyone's like, God, don't do not do that. Don't let him get control. Well, though, if you pick that one, you have, that, like, level three psychosis where you can even do one of your insane things you're trying to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, then you, you get to score a bunch of points, so it's totally worth it. Yeah, and someone doesn't realize what's happening. They're like, I'm Terry McGinnis. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm Jean-Paul Valley. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. Come no, on. No, not fucking Brian Dennehy. 
Uh, I mean, granted, you could. And do then it. someone's like, "Oh, yeah, we're playing. Everyone is Bruce, right?" Well, I'm Bruce Valanche. <laughs> I'm Bruce Banner. I'm gonna Hulk out. I right, wait. We're playing. Everyone's Bruce, right? <laughs> Damn it! Get out of here. All right. See you, lads. I mean, you could also do it where everyone's just a different person who played Bru- or uh, Batman in movies. Yes. So I'm have- George Clooney. Yeah, I'm George Clooney, Batman. Here's my brat- bat credit card. Never leave home without it. My interests are in adopting a young ward. Oh my. <laughs> or you could do Christian Bale Batman. Just sad all the time. I never smile. Do you ever seen the the uh, family TV commercial? It's like, uh, I forget the family channels, whatever the title for the family channel is. Uh, their commercial for when they had Batman Begins on a loop. No. It was like when it was the only movie they had access to. And so they... they, so they have a commercial for Batman Begins where they're like, he fights for family, he fights for honor, and he fights to have a good time. And it keeps, it's every picture in the movie where someone is smiling. That's what the trailer is. Wow. There's like six smiles in the whole movie, and here they are. That is amazing. (laughs) So find that if you can. It's on the Family Channel, a channel I probably just made up. (laughs) Yeah. I just imagine him recutting with all the different music, like just playing Salisbury Hill in the background. <laughs> Rising right up on Salisbury well, Hill. Well, he's climbing up to that mountain where Rachel Ghoul's castle is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all just way too on the nose. <laughs> he's riding in that monorail and Hey Soul Sister is playing because it's on a train. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, my gosh. I want to recut that movie with stupid music now and turn it into the Happy Bat. Oh, Happy Bat. <laughs> anyway, this is based on the DC Heroes game, which is a game that's terrible, which is why we're probably going a little longer than usual in the avoiding talking about it department. Oh, my God. We, well, I mean, given that we spent years avoiding reading it, you know, that seems fair. I, I, I got to be honest, the first time I cracked it open, I mean, we're talking three years ago before we started this show. I didn't know my ass from my elbow when it came to RPGs and such. Uh, so, I mean, I had played them, but I only played like five, and I, I was really good at those. But now oh. I've read 80 different RPG books. and, and I am I, jaded and angry at I, the world. And, and something changed in my brain where now I just read old RPGs for fun. So I, I'm currently reading three different games. I'm not just reading the next game as well. I am also reading two other games just for fun. Yeah, you're a madman. I don't know what's. I don't know what happened. But anyway, when I first read it, I was like, "Oh, this is the Marvel Heroes game. This is Marvel superheroes role playing." It's. I wonder how they got the license to do a DC one, and oh, how wrong I was. Oh, how dumb you were. So and are. Uh, thanks. Yeah that, yeah, that doesn't. Nothing. That, not a lot has changed since that, then. That doesn't sting. No, if anything, I've gotten dumber. Yeah, I mean, you are older. Yeah. No, yeah, uglier. just falling apart. Hey, come on now. <laughs> uh so yeah so batman batman where uh there's a grid of stats that you have and what's the what's the core dice mechanic in this game again you roll okay so you're you're getting your tens yeah now the uh the whole thing with this is you've got your stats which are nine different stats Mm -hmm. and for there are three blocks of three and each one is a different thing. So you've yeah. got your physical stats and then your mental stats and then sort of your social slash they call them like, mystical stats. Yeah, yeah, social and mystical. It's the it's the catch-all category. So your first ones are, of course, you're going to get your, like, strength, dex, and stam. Although I think in this one it's body instead of stam. That's correct. It's called body. Uh, and then aura, 
influence and intelligence, I think. It is, no, that's no. the aura, influence, and... Uh, Am I mixing them up with the social? And spirit, the, spirit is the last That's three. the mystic. Okay, so it's like intelligence, perception, it's, or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. intelligence, influence, and something. I don't know. I want to say will. Oh, yeah. Will is one of them, because yeah. all of them are a active yes. stat. So yeah. something like dexterity... Or intelligence, whatever would be your active stat. And this is what you're going to roll to do things. Yeah. So if I want to hit someone or I want to figure out one of the Riddler's insidious puzzles or whatever, I would be rolling one of these stats. So basically they go, these are the active stat, or these are the uh, body stats, strength, dex, and body. These are the, the mental stats, intelligence, will, and mind. And then you've got the extra stats, influence, aura, and spirit. Yeah. But they get divided in another direction, which like is- Like I was just talking about like until you interrupted talk- me. Yeah, because honestly, I was bored. I was I was so bored by what you were saying. What were you- Was this some kind of camp? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I was I was looking at my phone. I didn't even realize you were talking. Where am I right now? Are we on a podcast? Is that- <laughs> Are we recording? Did someone hit the button? I didn't mean to interrupt. I just knew we were going to get shit from people if we literally came out the other end of this podcast not knowing what the stats of the game are. Eh, if there cool. if there were nine things we could memorize, it would have to be the stats. I mean, we didn't, but I'll, I'll happily read them off but, a piece of paper. But by God, I will read them. <laughs> so so yeah. go ahead. What were you explaining? So it was, you've got your active ones, the ones that you roll to do things. Ugh. You've got your effect ones, which are after you've done something, how well did you do it? So strength would be... I use dex to hit something, and then strength is my effect, so how hard did I hit? Mm-hmm. And then you can use your ability to be like, okay, did I influence someone? How much did I influence them? So on and so on. Uh, yeah. And then you've got your resistance one. So your last stat, your body or your will or what have you. It's body, mind, and spirit. Yeah. So body, mind, and spirit are all your stats to be... Not affected by things. So if someone has then rolled their decks, they hit you, they use their strength to do damage, you would then be resisting it with your body. Right. So to basically to hit someone, you roll your strength, like to punch someone, you roll your strength against their dexterities. No, your dexterity against their dexterity. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I have those flipped upside down in my head. Yeah. You, have, you roll their dexterity against their dexterity, you do strength damage. And then you subtract body from the strength damage. Their Which, body from your man, strength. That would be great if that's the way this worked. Unfortunately, no. There's a whole series of complicated tables in the way. Now, now everything is action points. Oh, now, God. action well, points may seem like it's too many syllables. Don't worry. Everything in this book is APs or OVs or EVs or RVs or APs or RAPs or EBDs or BBDs and hoobidoops and. <laughs> C-3PO's, R2-D2's, LCD's, <laughs> LCD sound systems, <laughs> MRI music factories, K- KM- KMFDM's, <laughs> N- L- <laughs> MDFMK's, <laughs> NKOTB's. <laughs> uh, no, there's, it's, uh, the problem is that all of the, the acronyms in this game are very similar, uh, mean very similar things, and are used ad nauseum to the point where you can't remember what any of them stand for. So when yeah, you see after they tell you action points or what you're going to be dealing with everything, they will never say the word action point. It'll just go AP for everything. Right. And let's briefly talk about uh, the action value table, which is the the AP table. Uh, which okay. Okay. So in, <laughs> in the beginning, John, let me add, let there me, was the word. Let me let me try to pitch this to you as if it was my great idea. Okay. Hey, John. Do you have trouble 
with measuring units of distance or time or weight or or uh, money? Uh, no. Generally, I, I'll just use like the metric or the imperial system. Yeah. So, like for example, of course, you, uh, we all have trouble with it. Absolutely, you're right. So, what if I could tell you? that instead of a simple system of measuring distance using the tools to measure distance, which we invented, which then basically invented the concept of distance because we're humans, what if I told you I invented a new distance system that will revolutionize everything and be way easier to understand? And before you answer, let me tell you it's also the same system that you now use to measure money, time, uh, weights of things, distances, and speed. That sounds terrible. No, it's amazing. And what if I told you that instead of using a simple logarithmic progression the way that we have since time immemorial, it was not. But I'm sorry, instead of using a simple numeric progression, it was logarithmic progression. It was a doubling system. So the, the units, units of distance went 1 foot, 2 feet, 4 feet, 8 feet, 16 feet, etc. I would say, why are you in my house? <laughs> but sir, wait, there's more. What if I told you that zero, a concept that we had to invent several years after we invented the concept of math, has been switched from meaning nothing to meaning a low number that is not zero? I'm calling the police. Because <laughs> welcome to the most useless table in a book. Uh, so your APs are the degree of everything. So there is a table that says, like, oh, did you get five APs of a value of something? Great. Is it five APs of weight? This is how much weight it is. Is it five APs of distance? This is the distance it is. And so on. And of course, like mentioned, zero is an actual measurement. It's not zero. It's, oh, you got zero APs? That gives you like two feet. You're like, yeah. What? Zero APs is 40 pounds. Great. Good. I, I mean, I understand. The basic concept behind that was that they wanted to have, you know, the ability to make a character who was super weak. But realistically, even the weakest of characters should be able to list, lift 40 pounds. But why not set that as the one value and then let zero be what it has meant since forever, which is nothing. Yeah. A, a lack of thing. That's what zero means. It's it's ridiculous. And then that's not even the worst part. You see that and you go, all right, you wanted to make some dumb universal thing for whatever I roll and I get a result, I just look at this table. Okay. Well, just so you could know, for example, that the lowest distance that anything could possibly travel is about two feet. Yeah. Nothing can hold still, but it can move about two feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the <laughs> once you see that, you're like, all right, fine, whatever. So I just roll and I get a result, and that's how many APs? Oh, goodness, no. There is a table for your effect and the resistance, and if you hit something versus their resistance for their stat for the resisting stat of hitting stats so your av versus their ov and then you take your uh your ev versus their rv and then you go camping in the woods with their the rv, RV. <laughs> and it's... then someone puts out an apb on the rv <laughs> so the so if i have a dex and i'm rolling then i have to go and roll that and see what my total was and then i'm going to check a chart and i'm going to Oh my god, there's three numbers you need to know. First of all, what was your start? Let's let's just say, for example, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. Yeah, no, it's... it's. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Because so, I've got it in my head. I'm ready to oh do yeah. it. So you've got their number, and you're going to check what theirs is on the chart. You're basically doing one of those, like, graph, I see where I hit on the graph, and then go from the top and then the side and see where they meet. And it's if a multiplication table. Yeah. Uh, so let, let's say, for example, that I would like to punch John, which I would not like to do. It, he's far away, and it would be hard. Yeah. 
But let's say I would like to, and I use my, my pitiful body stat of three or something to go and punch John. But you should be using dex. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to use my, pit- my pitiful dex stat of three to go and punch John. That means I'm going to roll 2d10, and I'm going to add three. But then I'm going to see where that number falls using the x the x or up and down value of the chart of three. I'm going to see where my roll of 2d10 plus three is. Uh, maybe it's a, uh, a, 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 let's say I rolled an average roll, and I got a 13. I'm going to find where a 13 is, and then I'm going to look in the column. The top of the column is also labeled, and that label is John's dexterity. So I'm going to go, all right, I rolled a 3. What's John's dexterity? Also a 3? All right, I'm going to look in column 3 and see what the number is. Is it at least a 13? Uh, yes, then I hit John. Is it? I'm sorry, is it a 13 or less? Yes, then I hit John. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to start counting columns as I jump over from one column to the next, moving from left to right, until I hit 13. And I'm going to take that number that I moved, and that's the number of column shifts that I add to, to my an initial value of how well I did against hitting John. Now I hit plus four or whatever. Now you're going to take your column shift. We're going to go to an entirely new chart now. Yes. So we've, we're done with one chart. We're going to the next chart. Uh-huh. All right. Now in this chart, we're going to be doing the same sort of thing, but we're comparing strength values to body values or whatever your effect versus resistance value or your EV versus their RV. Correct. And... From there, same thing. You're going to check the top and the sides. You're going to find where your value is versus their resistance. You're going to see what happens if you've got a column shift. You're going to treat your stuff as going over columns. Yes, and and this time it's going to be moving over from right to left. Uh, When you have column shifts, it moves it further. It it moves their initial resistance value uh, from right to left as if they were weaker. So, for example, if you punch and you have four column shifts, you treat their body stat as being, when doing damage, you treat their body stat as being four lower because you were four column shifts. Yeah. Now, Uh, you'll end up doing some damage. If you end up going below zero, essentially, for their body stat, you'll just do more damage. Yeah, you get plus ones for each level you move off the table because the table ends at plus one, which is a... the equivalent of someone having an, a body value of negative one, as much as high as having a, a uh, plus four to plus... It could be hundreds. It could be plus hundreds of column shift if you happen to roll a weird enough number. Yeah, if you're Superman and you punch, like, someone's grandma, <laughs> then, you know, you're going to get some column shifts. Yeah, that's going to happen. That's what happens. He shifts some columns as he punches her through some columns. Obviously. Yeah. Now, granted, this is granny goodness, so it's okay. Is she anyone's grandma in particular, like, Maybe. for real? You don't know. I, I mean, I've always wondered about that with Granny Goodness. Who's, whose grandma is that? I don't think she's the Fury's grandma because she seems to be, re- like, like recruiting them. Nah. She's, <laughs> she is the grandmother of Mrs. Goodness. Oh, Miss, yeah, who's got that kid named Goodness. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Jack Goodness. We're really, I mean, really, if it hasn't been for uh, the DC animated universe, would people even know what the shit we were talking about when we go into Granny Goodness? No, there is literally no possible way that would happen. Yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep going down the stupid dark side bad guy list. <laughs> Vermin Vundabar. Oh. Mentis. This is fun. Steppenwolf. I mean... Grant, Steppenwolf. Get, get ready for fucking Steppenwolf, because he was in the deleted scenes from Batman versus Superman. Oh, good. <laughs> He's going to be the villain of the... the Justice League movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, granted, people had to piece it together because he, he he's a three-armed generic CGI monster. Yeah. But he's in the you've seen that deleted scene, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's they're saying that's Steppenwolf. <laughs> uh good. I was kind of hoping for Calabac. If we we're gonna get a stupid 
DC dark side apocalypse lackey. Yeah, but if they get Steppenwolf, then they get to play Magic Carpet Ride, and that's the entire point of having him in your movie. Based on Suicide Squad, I'd be willing to believe that they're going to make a bunch of dumb shit music cue choices. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, no, here comes a villain, Steppenwolf. He's going to fight a Steppenwolf. Never need a reason, never need a rhyme. <laughs> Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Steppenwolf? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Folks, oh man, it, I would believe Cotton Eye Joe was one of the villains under Darkseid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like if someone told me that, they're like, "Oh, did you see the latest fight with Superman and Darkseid? Oh, he had to get through Cotton Eye Joe first. I'd be like, "Yeah, that apocalypse makes sense. villains have never made a lick of sense. Not I mean, even a bit. He's like a rock monster, and then his son is okay. His son is kind of makes sense because he's like the son of the the good king from the other planet. Yeah, Wenceslas. Yeah, good king Wenceslas, otherwise known as the High Father. Uh, so Calabac is <laughs> Calabac's from another planet, so whatever. He doesn't have to look like the rest of them. But then for some reason, he's also got a German military stereotype working for him. That's what that's what Vermin Wunderbar is. Yeah, you got Dasad. You got Dasad, which is your standard creepy little toady. Like worm tongue guy. Yeah, worm tonguey type. You've got uh, Mentis, who's a guy in a loose fitting bug outfit that he has psychic powers. Mm-hmm. You've got Granny Goodness, who's an old sadistic sort of lady. And her fa- her all female furies, and you have to call them that because that's what they're called. Yeah, the all female furies. Because oddly enough, other side of the the planet, there is an all male furies, and she gets really pissed off when you confuse the two of them. Don't you get those mixed up? Anyway, folks, if you think that our dumb digression here is boring, and you wish we'd talk about the game, think back to when we were. <laughs> Just think back to when I was talking about EVs versus RVs and the various charts that exist. I want you to know. While reading this, and I had like a week, maybe more than a week, actually, to read this book. You did. You kept it a little long. I had like four days. <laughs> Literally, three days in a row when I would try to read this, I fell asleep one page in because it is like reading a math book. And I don't just mean that. Yes. In that it's I really like, wanted to talk about this. Go yeah, ahead. No, it's not just like, oh, this is like reading a math book because it has a bunch of numbers. Every RPG book has a bunch of numbers. This is like a math book in that it is... Like, someone trying to be your hip, cool math teacher, they're like, hey, do you want to learn about fractions? Yeah, fractions. I want to learn about flaxmans. Flaxmans. (laughs) Do you learn about flaxmans? Flaxmans, new anti-itch cream. (laughs) Flaxmans. Do you mean flaxmans mayo? No, (laughs) flaxmans. Flaxmans Flaxmans anti-itch cream. Flatulamans. (laughs) Is your cat kind of itchy? Flaxmans. Man, you could use some Flatchmans. I know, I have an itchy cat. You have a very itchy cat. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> no, it's like, do you want to u- use these fractions with the Batman? Ah, this will get the kids interested. Hey, kids, what if Batman had to punch Jazz in the face? Well, here's a math problem for it. And it's not even like a cool <laughs> word problem like, okay, the Batman needs a 16, so he's going to use strength to do it. No, it's just... All right, so what would happen if the Batman punched Joker? Well, first we take our OV versus the AV, and then we add 2D6. And, and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, no. And, and I, I mean, here's the thing. We, we aren't even kidding about the, the, uh, the, line, the, the layout. There are literally math problems in this book, and a lot of them. Every time they teach you a section, they end with a little section of math problems. Oh, yeah, it's uh, like when you got to the end of a math chapter and they're like, now you do these problems yourself. 
It's exactly. that, except it's an RPG. And they couldn't be drier, because they're not like, all right, now let's do these simple, like, sample warm-ups to help you learn how to play the game. Let's say that the, the rhino, or the rhino, yeah. Let's, yeah, the rhino. Let's say that Marvel villain the rhino shows up, and, he, <laughs> and he's watching Killer Croc fight the Batman. How interested is he? <laughs> Instead, it, you know, it's like it's not like, hey, Killer Croc needs to the, uh, needs to absorb a blow by the Batman, and he's got a uh, an RV value of ten versus Batman's punch of six. Instead, it goes problem one: OV equals six, EV equals five, RV equals five, APs spent equals two. There was one doubles. <laughs> what is the what is the outcome of this this set of numbers? Number two. AV equals three, OV equals five, EV equals four, DV equals is not a thing in this game. <laughs> oh yeah, doubles, doubles is a thing. Double. If you roll doubles when you first roll uh, on your first roll, when you're when you're no, it's I'm sorry, it's any time you roll. Yeah, anytime you roll, and you're always rolling two d10 in this game. That's that's the roll. If you roll doubles, then you keep the original number and you roll again. Yep, uh, and that's how you can get to stupid high numbers is by by rolling doubles and wouldn't you know it a lot of the examples have characters going like i rolled doubles six times in a row what do you know wow this isn't super unlikely nope uh so every chapter ends with math homework and not even interesting batman-y math homework just math homework yeah by the time you're reading this and you get to some section it starts out and you're like oh yeah i'm gonna read about how you make a cool character in this batman game and then it's just like all right, I've, I've read about math problems for the last page, and now I'm asleep. Mm -hmm. So that happened three nights in a row. And granted, I probably should not have been trying to read the Batman book in my bed. It's it, yeah, yeah, that's true. You probably need a chair in your room at some point. Yeah, I really probably should have had the most uncomfortable chair, because that's the only way I got through this. I, I got through this by reading it at lunch at work. Yeah. That was pretty much the only way I could get this thing powered through. Uh, okay, so... And I really wanted to stress how stupid the logarithmic progression of stats in this game is, because you have an XP system and your character can get stronger and so on. But the Batman, for example, has a a uh, strength of five, so he can lift a thousand pounds. Yes. And I know that's gonna that sounds pretty good for a comic book character, you know, like because Batman shouldn't be able to. That's like a deadlift, like the world record style deadlift of a thousand pounds. Uh, Batman, however, is Batman, so of course he can do that. The problem is, if he gains any XP and he wants to spend it on strength, he can't lift like 1,100 pounds or something now. No, he can just lift a ton, because the thing above 1,000 pounds is a strength of 6, which is a ton, followed by a strength of 7, which is 2 tons, and so on, and so and on, so into on. 4, into 8, into 16. Yes. It's, it, there's, the progression, it, it means so that, for example, Robin, with his strength of 4, can lift 500 pounds, which is crazy for a 10-year-old. Yes. But if he gains even any XP, he can immediately spend it on on strength, and now he can lift 1,000 pounds. Yeah, the the fact that all of the stats are doubling for everything mm -hmm. means that any time you spend XP on anything, regardless of what it is, it becomes this crazy power boost. Yeah. I mean, it's especially notable in the uh, the stats where you have stuff like uh, the decks and strength and so on because I think intelligence they have is the yeah they have numbers associated with them and to watch them double every time you do it is insane yeah strength is the, or intelligence is another one that rang interesting for me because they mention it like in text where they're like the Batman has an intelligence of six which makes him ten thousand times smarter than an average person great and I was like all right that is a crazy I'm I'm sure Batman because he's ten thousand times smarter than me can comprehend that number but that seems like a lot of comprehension to. 10,000 times smarter? What does that mean? And then as soon as someone comes up and is like, hey, 
I have an intelligence of seven. I went up by one point. Now I'm 20,000 times smarter <laughs> than the average person. It's meaningless. Now, and, and but Batman how much gets smarter is he all the, than the average bear? Oh, I don't know. The average bear probably has an intelligence of two, so he's probably around 100,000, no, 20,000 times smarter than the average bear. Mm. So, now, see, now Yogi only has an intelligence of three. So now, which makes him technically twice as smart as the average bear. Yeah, he is smarter than the average bear. I mean, it is accurate. The problem is that everyone in this book has a really high intelligence stat. All the Batman foes do, and so on. So he's usually only like ten times smarter than Robin, or or the same smart. No, he's he's like twenty twice times as smart. He's more than twice as smart as the Joker. I know that because it's funny to me that they keep setting the Joker up as a credible threat to Batman. Yeah, they're, they're which like, if they you keep fight, going like, oh man, Batman is going to fight the Joker, and that's an even fight. It doesn't. There's no way to know which way it'll go. I'm like, nah, man. If you have a fight between Batman and the Joker, the Joker is already lost. Yeah, is the because the only stat that they have that's the same is like influence. So unless you are having a contest to see who can resist being talked into something the longest, the Batman wins every single fight the two of them have. Now, granted, that should be the case because it's Batman and the Joker, but it's weird that they keep setting them up as even matches. Yeah, especially because it's not like it would have been hard to do that right. Half of Batman's foes are dark mirrors of Batman. I mean, granted, the Joker is his greatest foe, but the Joker is not, you know, Hush or Two-Face or Catman or Owlman or or uh, Evil Batman or any of the mini... Man-Bat. Man-Bat. Any of the villains who are like, what are you? I'm Batman if he went the wrong, made the wrong choice. Yeah. I'm Batman if he made the wrong choice of being a cat instead of a bat. <laughs> But, I mean, granted, I, when they do that in, like, the XP section where they're like, all right, uh, here's, if you're fighting a foe that's, you're equal and you have an even chance of winning, you get 25 hero points. An example of this would be Batman fighting the Joker. And I'm like, Batman never just fights the Joker. Does he, does the Joker have a bunch of thugs and traps and shit? Because it seems like the one right above that is the Joker plus a bunch of thugs and traps and shit. Yeah. So what's happening? Are they just having a, a, a knockdown drag out fight? Yeah, sure, why not? Because those always end in one punch, and it's always Joker going, ew, right before he gets punched in the face. Well, okay, you know what? I've got something for that, but it makes us go into the next section of this. Oh, good, might as well keep moving forward. So, uh, this game also has, in if you don't want to just play as the Batman or his various Bat family members, you can make your own character. Yep. Now, the whole thing is point by. Yep. And so you... Uh, have to buy everything that is your uh, your stats and so on, and it also has a huge list of powers. Mm-hmm. Now, the first time I was going through this, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you've got a bunch of powers in there, that's fine, you've got like some stuff, you can make a superhero, but one of the powers in there that kind of stopped me, I was like, wait a minute, acid? It's just a guy who shoots acid? Who the hell is that? And it wasn't until I got into later that one of the other things this book does is gadgets, so instead of having the power, you have that power in a gadget form. And I was like, oh, this literally only exists for the Joker's flower acid gag. Well, I mean, no one no one remembers the third Clayface, but the third Clayface was a guy with a melty face, and he couldn't shapeshift, but he could melt stuff by touching it. Yeah, but it wasn't like, I shoot acid from my fingertips. It was just like, I'm melty. Well, yeah, but he would melt. I mean, that's what, I, I granted, I guess there's a difference between melting shit and acid, but, uh, I mean, I feel like that power is also what they'd use to represent Clayface 3. Or I would if they didn't also put Rotting Touch in here. Yeah, there is various things that you can use for that. 
And Clayface 3 is one of the ones they actually have in here, right? That is true. Clayface yeah. 2 and 3, but not 1. No one yes. no one wanted to talk about Clayface 1. No, no one does. Car- and we won't. Uh, Carl something or other? Yeah, Sagan. Carl Sagan. Yeah, it was Carl Sagan. Clayface, the first Clayface. Clayface 1. They, they started Matt Hagen in this one, the, the second Clayface. <laughs> so, yeah, it was kind of weird. But you get all of these things you can pick from. And uh, of your powers, you can get, of course, all of your various superpowers. Uh, light, the stuff that makes sense for Batman would be simple stuff like lightning reflexes. But uh, you also have stuff that you can put into gadgets. So if you wanted to get something like, say... Smoke bombs. Or electricity, you're like, I have a taser. Yeah, or those... Things like that. Whenever he has to fight parademons or whatever, so he has the, the taser batarangs. Yeah. Then he pulls out... Any of the explosion powers because he's bombs, stuff like that. Just to be, Just to put this in perspective for you... Uh, this game encourages you to have one player play as the Batman because it's the Batman RPG. So they really want one of your players to be the Batman. Everyone else should make a new character or play as a member of the Bat family. Uh, a new character has 450 character creation points. Batman has about 1,500. Yes. He is a seasoned, crazy badass. And one of your characters is suppo- or players is supposed to play him. Well, eh. No, they are. Like, they have, they have rules in there. They're like... Hey, it may seem weird to let one of your players be the Batman, but this is the Batman role-playing game, and it's weird when people go on adventures on, in Gotham without him. So have your most trusted player play the Batman, or, at the very least, an extended member of the Bat family. Yeah. Which is so weird to a, me. A party of all created characters would be dumb. Well, yes. I mean, also true. I mean, granted, that's probably because this is a spin-off game, and if you really wanted to play a game where everyone made their own DC hero and it was a new one, you'd just go play DC Heroes. Well, yeah, I I figure they were like, look, you bought the Batman game because you wanted to play with Batman, so here's Batman. Yeah, here he is. Play as Batman. So, yeah, there's a ton of powers. There are also huge sections of drawbacks and uh, advantages, of course. Yeah, and uh, the, the weird thing as well in this is it has a skills... System, yeah, but these skills are basically just powers. Yeah, there's just seven powers that they decided to call skills. Yeah, because they're like, okay, while the ability to, say, create a force field would be something that only someone with a force field gadget or the mystic power to create a force field would have, something like uh, investigation is something anyone could have. So if you're playing a character who's like, I don't have gadgets or superpowers, you can spend your powers on these skills yes and uh they there are only seven of them and it's this is the thing that's really weird to me they include things like acrobatics and uh disguise and military sciences and driving split into three kinds of driving uh but for example let's say you want your character you want to play as oracle let's just pick a bat family character out of our hat oracle is amazing with computers so naturally you'd go and get the computer skill right there isn't a computer skill computers is an advantage not a skill yeah, because they also randomly just put the advantages of things as something that isn't skills, yet they put some things that would be skills in there. Yeah, it's 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 rough. It's like a scattershot. It, it, like uh, military sciences. You're very good at being a military brat. Like if you wanted to play Lois Lane, for example, your character has a lot of military background but isn't necessarily in the military themselves. They have a lot of military science experience. Uh, okay. So would that be an advantage because it's not something they're currently practicing, but it's just something they're very good at and familiar with? No, it's a skill. All right, what about uh, computers? Like Oracle, for example, who has spent her life training with computers and is an expert computer user. That'd be a skill, right? No, it's an advantage. Yeah, it's mostly just look at the book, don't worry about what it's called, and just find the thing you want to do because... And then pay the the points. Yeah, Yeah, the way you spend the points is 
pretty much identical across all of the various things. Mm -hmm. Uh, The advantages do end up having some of them are like, this is just 10 points instead of buying APs worth. Oh, yeah, buying ranks. Yeah. Uh, But most of the powers have an initial cost, so it'd be like, okay, if you want the power to shoot acid or to make a force field or to shoot ice or to control the weather or whatever, it'll be like, okay, it costs you 15 hero points. Mm-hmm. To be able to do it. That puts you at a zero. Yeah. And then... And then if someone beats you up, they earn 15 hero points. I didn't get that reference. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So Someone will tell you what it is in the comments. Good. Tell me. Tell me what that was. Tell me why Jeff was stupid. Yeah. They will tell you I'm not stupid. I'm awesome. <laughs> and that you're stupid. Oh. They'll also say that I should get a puppy and you should get a kick in the butt. <laughs> but then later you can see my puppy. Oh. And I should get a puppy named Kick in the Butt. <laughs> It's a good name for a puppy. Yeah. All right, moving back to it. But yeah, so you get that at zero, and then you buy up your APs from there. So some of them have, like, it'll be super easy, like, oh, it's only three points to get it to level one, Mm -hmm. but you still have to spend 15 to start down the track. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, it wants you to build these characters. There are advantages and disadvantages. They have an example character being constructed along the course of this section. Uh, He's called the Outrider and he's a badass riding around on a motorcycle, and he can shoot energy beams, and he used to be in the military, and now he's got a dark past, and the generals are chasing him. And it's interesting to note that this character has 185 points in out of a 450-point starting build spent on disadvantages. Yes. And that's the norm. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to take at least one, all the disadvantages, like, at least once. Your character is supposed to have a secret, a, a secret identity. Yeah, they're a, like, we assume everyone will have a secret identity. A dark past. Uh, a guilt. Uh, let's like for example, the Batman has like 300 points worth of disadvantages in this. He has like uh, a bunch of different fears, a bunch of different. Uh, he has an irrational attraction to justice. Yes, which I feel ir- like also the first thing that every single player making a character in this game does. Oh well, yeah, you're like there's irrational attraction, which can either be that you are super attracted to a thing, or that it is something that you do a lot. Something so, that drives you, yeah. So a rational attraction could be like, oh, I'm attracted to art or cats. Mm-hmm. And so anytime there's a cat around, I have to deal with that cat if I'm Catwoman. Well, sort except the Catwoman doesn't have to do anything with the cats that are around her. They just are around her all the time. And she does have that if you look at her stats. Yes. She has an irrational attraction to cats, just like how the Penguin has an irrational attraction to bird-themed crap. But uh, it's not like, I mean, the Penguin maybe has to have it, which is why he's always robbing museums that are like, ah, this time in Gotham, the famous Super Eagle Diamond. And, and, you know, first got to ask yourself, why the fuck are they bringing that thing to Gotham? Have they learned nothing from the past 80 years? No, they have not learned a damn thing. Every time they're like, oh, a new uh, exhibit at the Gotham Museum opening up about duality. And you're like, why? Did you just want Two-Face to show up? Is that what you wanted? <laughs> the duality of man. Ooh, a Janus exhibit. I'm sure this will be a safe thing to open in Gotham. Oh, boy. <laughs> the famous Cat's Eye Diamond. No one could want this. Coming up at the at the Gotham Museum of Natural History, just a big tank of venom. <laughs> and coming up next, a huge amount of Joker pictures. <laughs> Following that, coming up in the August Picture, season... Pictures of Joker! <laughs> Joker man! In the August season, plants. Lots of plants. So and, many endangered plants. And we're, we're gonna, just going to burn them. We're going to kill them right on stage. <laughs> Come, this is all brought to you by the completely oblivious Art Museum of Gotham. We learn nothing from the past. We're going to have an entire exhibit in this abandoned toy factory. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, anyway, everyone takes all these disadvantages so they can make their character better at the start. You, you basically have to. Yeah, because... You don't have enough points the, not to. Yeah, the amount of points, because you have to spend up from zero, so even having a one in a stat costs you something. Oh, and, and if you'd like to know, for example, how much it costs to get like a five in body or a five in strength or something like that, we aren't going to try and tell you, because it's a big complicated chart that doesn't use any kind of linear progression that makes sense. And it's different if it's one of your activated... So if it's your AV or OV, then it's different than if it's your EV or RV, and it's different if it's a skills, powers, and it's... Listen up, bonus content listeners. We worked double hard this week, because making characters in this game fucking sucks. Oh yeah, it is just doing math forever and checking a bunch of charts. Yep. So get ready for that. It, I hated it. <laughs> it was the worst, and I hate everything. I mean, granted, I did do it in like 98 degree heat. Yeah, uh, I did do it while listening to 98 Degrees. That's another thing that I feel like you people owe me for. I had to listen to 98 Degrees for you. <laughs> I couldn't listen to Backstreet Boys or New Kids on the Block or Sync or Ozone or <laughs> any number of other boy bands. Any number of other boy but bands. But it was 98 Degrees, and that was for you. Yeah, for the fans. I can't even name a 98 Degrees song. No, I could not. I think one of the guys dated Mandy Moore from 98 Degrees. I, I don't even remember if I can name an Sync song anymore. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, okay, good. There's Blau. one. Good for yeah. you, man. You got it. I mean, every time I'm like, all right, boy band song, it's always either Numa Numa, which is Ozone, or it's uh, any number of the Backstreet Boys songs, because I can remember like 10 of those. Not 10, like four. Yeah, no, there's uh, there's Bye 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 and uh, Don't Go Breaking My Heart and uh, uh, Midnight Train to Georgia. <laughs> yeah, but- <laughs> is this one of those you don't know situations? Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't know. I can say anything right now. <laughs> Drops of Jupiter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> the theme from Hamilton. Yeah, <laughs> suicide is painless. You don't know. <laughs> so... Put uh, down the ducky. So, this book. This book also, interestingly, has a choose-your-own-adventure section, which is amazing. Oh, my God. It's the story of how Batman gets beat up by a thug, and then Commissioner Gordon saves him. Oh, my God. The the whole thing is like, all right, you need to go sneak to a place. Roll your sneakities. Did you fail? Go to 12. Did you succeed? Go to 32. And Hold like, your right. finger on this page. Yeah, it's straight up that. With It's like if your choose-your-own-adventure book required math. Yep, you had you needed dice and math to do a choose your own adventure. Well, you know what? That's not even not a thing. That there are books that are that. There are there are D and D choose your own adventures where you have a D twenty and a D six. Oh, those are those are for real. Those are for really reals. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen one personally, but I've read about them. I know they exist. So oh yeah, because even... you've read about them. That's how they exist. All right, <laughs> let me tell you about chemtrails, John. <laughs> Where's the birth certificate? <laughs> No, the long form birth certificate. <laughs> no, the even longer form. No, the longest form. Oh, for Get the, the longest, longest form. form. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I know what it reminds you of. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, this book's got to choose your own adventure where Batman investigates a warehouse that has some thugs who are doing thug stuff. Thugly things. Yeah. And, and mostly it's just a lot of exp- chances for Batman to fall on his ass. Yep. It's any time you would fail, you're like, womp, womp, womp. Oh, you fall amongst a bunch of dumpsters and scatter garbage everywhere, and your pants fall down, and everyone can see the bat butt. Wasted. <laughs> you fart a series of plums. <laughs> Into space. <laughs> 
you sh- you use your plum farts to write the bat symbol on a wall. <laughs> it draws a, a different and better Batman than you. <laughs> now Plum Batman is the new hero of Gotham. Uh, also the mascot of a plum-growing district of Japan. <laughs> plum Batman. Plum Batman. Uh, okay, so yeah, there's a choose-your-own-adventure in there that, that is um, awful. It's also not especially well-written. I, I feel like... I don't think I've ever gotten sicker of reading either Clown Prince of Crime or Caped Crusader more than during reading this book. Because they, they're de- desperately afraid of using terms like Batman. The weird thing for me is they literally never say Batman without saying the, the Batman. Yeah, I, I feel like that's not the first time that's come up. I feel like, remember there was that even that, that whole cartoon show that differentiated itself from the famous good Batman cartoon? By having a way worse Batman voice, a way worse Robin, and being called the Batman. Yeah, and every one of his villains was garbage. Yeah, remember how, well, I mean... That dumpster capoeira joker? Yeah, dumpster capoeira joker at least was voiced pretty cool. I mean, it's not Mark Hamill cool, and nothing ever will be, but I think it was Kevin Michael Richardson doing that voice, and that was just fine. Also, that was Tom Kenny on Penguin in that, although they turned Penguin into that fat guy from that one episode of Cowboy Bebop. Like, he's (laughs) he's got, like, float physics turned on, and he does all these crazy flip martial arts. Yeah, no, all of his villains were like, yeah, now we're all just martial artists. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and they turned the... Uh, this is the weirdest one. They turned the Riddler into Marilyn Manson. Just straight up Marilyn... Like, the, the hair down, oh, yeah. the, the longs... For, I had, like, don't know why hair. I thought you were going to say they turned the Riddler into Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> and and for a second, I was like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. But that show was just the worst, because they, they introduced Robin too early and then Batgirl right away, and then it just turned into the kids' show. Where, at least with the original DCAU Batman, he had the good sense to introduce Robin as a college student who didn't even like Batman very much. Huh. That was the best, when he was like, no, fuck you, Batman, I'm, old, I'm almost as old as you, get out of my shit. Not like fucking ten-year-old Robin and the, the Batman. Oh, the Batman. Stupid the Batman. Anyway, someone's gonna write in and say that show was classic, by the way. I'm sure. Yeah. And that type of person is the same person who thinks that the prequels weren't that bad, and that type of person is useless and should stop. Now, the real question comes down to how do you feel about Batman, the brave and the bold? It's amazing. As a TV show. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, it is. It is It is straight up. I mean, granted, it has the same childishness, but at least it owns it and is really funny about it. Yeah. It's so good. It's basically the animated Adam West Batman. That one where, where he's has Plastic Man following along behind him and just fucking everything up. And you know, it's when Plastic Man and Elongated Man are following him along behind him and arguing over which one of them is his good, stretchy hero friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's great jokes. It's just jokes and jokes and jokes. jokes. I love it. Diedrich Bader, also a fine Batman voice. Also Aquaman, amazing in that show. Oh, God, yeah, that shit's iconic now. If they don't have the, uh, if I, what's his face from uh, Game of Thrones? Momoa. S- Mo- yeah, Jason Momoa, say outrageous during the- Outrageous! The, if that doesn't show up during Justice League, I will be amazed. <laughs> okay, that, this yeah. book. Oh, right, I guess we do have to talk about this book. Let's- Let's talk about the villains that are in the back of this thing. So the back of this book is basically just all bestiary. Yeah, there's a, there's an adventure back there, but uh, honestly, it's just more math problems. Yeah. So it was very skippable. And then there is a a bestiary, and it's uh, a all list the good of, guys and all the bad. A guys. A lot of good guys. A lot, of, and it really helps you set the time period for when this book came out, because it's immediately after Robin Two dies. Well, also the art in this is awesome, because it's all Jim Lee. It's, it's all old. Two Face and Penguin and yeah. Joker. It's uh, it's 1970s Batman art, is what it. It's Jim Lee or whatever. I, Jim Lee might also be 80s. I'm sorry, I don't know my comic period history. No, but it's, Jim Lee is the 90s. Is Jim Lee 90s? Really? Yeah. Oh, who is this then? It, this is that old classic. This is Jason Lee. 
Yeah, it's Jason. It's Jason Mew's Batman art. Yeah, it's Jason Momoa art, <laughs> and it's outrageous. Oh, I really hope he says outrageous. <laughs> uh, no, it's I. I could have sworn this was Jim Lee style art with a classic with a very blue cape struck and gray bodysuit. Uh, anyway, I, I guess I must be crazy and wrong, but it's but yeah, you know this art. It's the big fat penguin with squints for eyes. It's the Joker where his chin's all narrow and the top of his head's all crazy. It's the Two Face where the other side of him is just a plaid suit. Yeah, he's just got a non-dirty plaid suit on one half. Yeah, it's just like a regular suit and a plaid suit. And then uh, we've got the stats for for Nightwing. Uh, Robin won before he was Nightwing. Batgirl, Oracle, because this one does follow the canon where Killing Joke happened. Yeah. And uh, Robin 2, uh, but also Electric that's, Boogaloo. Yeah, Robin 2, <laughs> 2 Robin, 2 Furious. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, it's, it's got the stats for uh, Jason Todd Robin uh, before he died, because he has died by the time in this book, but they have not introduced the third Robin yet. There, there's no Tim Drake. Spoilers. Uh, there's also no spoiler in this book. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> ha! Ah! There's no Huntress either, but there is the question. I know, they, they've got the question in there, and a the question villain. Yeah, that's the, the Mikado? Yeah. It's, it's so weird. But, okay, the question's pretty much the weirdest of the Bat allies that are in this book. They've got Batgirl and Oracle, but they didn't bother with, say, for example, uh, a Zatanna. No, you didn't get any of the, like, powered people. You got all of the regular type Bat folk. Yeah. Uh, So, and then you've got your villains, and the villains are an interesting mix of villains you've heard of and villains you haven't. You've got your Calendar Man, you've got two Clayfaces, Man Bat, uh, Joker, of course, uh... Penguin, of course. The the biggest omission is definitely Mr. Freeze. Yep. Senor Freeze, not in here. No Which is weird, Frio. because all of his powers are in here, as well as the equipment you need to build his armor in the equipment sections. Yep. So, if you go through the gadgetry and you're like, oh, I can make a gadget that's got ice powers, and uh, I can have a drawback, or I need to be in ice, and I can have a suit that gives me strength, and you're like, oh, I can just make Mr. Freeze. It's like they just forgot him and replaced him with some real who's who the fuck is that's of <laughs> Batman history, including Cody. Cobra and Dr. Zin Zin. Oh, Dr. Zin Zin. There is a reason that nobody knows that guy. Dr. Zin Zin, if you have never heard of Dr. Zin Zin, is a white man who pretends to be an Asian hypnotist, but is actually secretly a badass martial artist. Yeah, it is just yellow face the villain, and you're like, oh, okay, let's uh, let's make sure that doesn't exist anymore. He's like worse than the Mandarin. Oh, yeah. At least, at, least, at least the Mandarin is Asian. Yeah, at least he's got that going for him. <laughs> this is straight up literally yellow face. I think the only villain that's that's worse than Dr. Zin Zin as an Asian stereotype is uh, the Wonder Woman villain Egghead or whatever. Oh, yeah. Egg oh, Fu. Oh, my God. I, I think it's Egg Fu where he's literally just a giant egg with a Fu Manchu mustache. Ugh. He's all like, me, destroy American society. Like, yeah. American. He actually, every every with time the, I with see... The L. I see the pictures of him or anytime he's been in a comic from the past. I'm like, whoo, boy, that is that is some special type of racism. And the weirdest thing is that that character only existed at all because he had the he had a, they needed a character with a prehensile mustache so they could tie up Wonder Woman some more. Yep. So, oh, by the way, no allies are cool Justice League allies. It's all just Bat Family because this is very specific to that. Yeah, if you want the other guys, you'd go get the other books for them. Now, I really want briefly, very briefly here to talk about the random generation of an adventure set that's in the back of this. It's got, uh, you can roll a bunch of 2D10s for like some little bell curvy, like there's a roll warehouse that's being stolen, uh, being robbed yeah, of its. it's being stolen. It's being robbed of its roll Fabergé eggs. But it's it's collection of amazing ostrich eggs, and it's being done by roll the Joker. 
But why? Why is the Joker? I love that every single bit is completely randomized because you're like, oh, it looks like there's a cat being stolen from a cat warehouse full of cats done by man bat. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Why is the penguin doing this? The other thing is that they don't know how a bell curve works when they put this. <laughs> li- they just, they, I think they just listed them alphabetically, which means that your villain is most likely to be one of either the Joker, because he's a J and he's in the middle, or the Mikado. Someone a- you've never heard of. The Mikado, a Phantom of the Opera-themed question villain. Uh, a serial killer who's like, ah, the punishment will fit the crime, and he's just murdering bad guys. And he's got two syringes, and one of them's got par- paralysis, and the other one's death. Uh, that's... Who? And he's he's always like, because he's the 11 spot, he's extremely likely to be the villain. Oh, yeah. He just shows up all the time. You're like, why are you in Gotham? I'm plaguing you. Have you seen the question? Uh, I, I should be wherever the question is. Question City or something. Yeah. Question Town. USA. <laughs> I, whoop, for, whoop. I forget which one of the boring cities he's from because that's, you know, that's everything in D.C. It's, you got Opal City and Star City and so on. Yeah, but but not but not the question. I think the question might literally be from Chicago. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Questions like I don't I don't truck with that bullshit. <laughs> from Chicago, it's normal. The mean streets, <laughs> the same mean streets as Mike Tyson and Riddick Bo. <laughs> Come on down, get a deep dish pizza. <laughs> I really want that to be the question. Like, as much as I love Jeffrey Combs' version. that Which is, at this point, also the definitive question. I don't think anyone thinks of the question anymore without thinking of Jeffrey Combs talking about his socks. However, I would love if he was like, yo, I'm the question, Mean Streets. <laughs> that would be great. My my very, my very existence is an enigma. People are like, no, you're from Chicago. The huh? Bears. No, oh, sorry. No, no one knows me. <laughs> hey, hey, the question. Ditka, Ditka! Damn it. <laughs> He's got half his face painted in Chicago Bulls colors. <laughs> He's just running around in a Jordan jersey. Uh, yep, there you go. Uh, the so, question. So anyway, I just thought that was hilarious that you have all these crimes that are like, oh, someone's stolen all of the Janus statues from the observatory, and it was the Mikado. <laughs> all the time, forever. <laughs> Uh, all right, so, uh, John, let's get to the best and worst. Let's do it. What would you say is your favorite thing about Batman, the RPG? I very much like the breadth of powers in here. When I was looking at Batman as an RPG, I was like, man, you're just going to have a list of gadgets you can get. Like, it'll, it'll just, just say... It's Batman's list. Yeah, it'll just say, there's grappling hooks, there are smoke bombs, there are whatever, there's batarangs, and that would be it, and then be like... Maybe you can pick some of these to use them. But the fact that they're like, nah, man, here is just pages and pages of superpowers. And if you want to turn any of these into a gadget, go for it. Yeah. I think this book notably came out. One of the other things you can use to timeline this book is that it definitely, even though it came out in 89, it definitely was written before Batman 89, the movie, because the only way he has to get a grapnel up in the air is to tie it to a batarang. Huh. He has batarangs, and then he has ropes he can tie to batarangs. Because eighty nine introduced the you know the yeah thing that's that's become just a staple of Batman forever, and then not only did Batman eighty nine introduce it, but then the animated series made it like one hundred percent cemented in everyone's mind. Yeah, that's what you do. It's ba- the Batman. Batman has a little steam powered grapple gun that he can use to swing and climb and shit. Yeah, everyone knows that, and it's just part of Batman now. Yeah, but this book, no, you tie a, you tie a rope to a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, as the original Batman would have had, had he, he the, the means. means. <laughs> <laughs> that totally answered my question. <laughs> so that so, totally answered the question. So <laughs> breadth of powers. So the breadth of powers I really liked. I liked that the in the character creation system, you didn't have to just create a Batman clone that was worse. You really could make whatever. If you wanted to be like, nah, man, screw that. I made a dude who like surfs everywhere and has water powers. You'd be like, okay, great. You do that. You made the water surfer. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I made the golden surfer. <laughs> He's the herald of Sea Galactus. Oh, Sea Galactus. <laughs> That's better than Bagelactus. Seagalactus <laughs> has come to your world. He will eat all of your loose bread and work his way into your backpack. <laughs> there is nothing you can do. He's going to edge slightly closer to you every time you look away from him. <laughs> oh, Seagalactus. He stole my phone! <laughs> He'll be played in the movie by Jason Segelactus. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. I've got it all put together now. <laughs> it's all Siegel- coming together. Segelactus stole my phone. That just got me. Oh, uh, yeah. Come on. You remember miracles. <laughs> that was a pelican, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Okay. Uh, so, so that's mine. That's the best thing for me. What was the best thing for you? Uh, best thing for me in this book was getting to read through the kind of mid-80s list of villains and heroes. <laughs> Just the, the list of various random crap from the Batmans. Yeah, no, that was literally, the, when I got to the section of this book that was the bestiary, I was so happy because I was done reading rules. <laughs> yeah, I was so happy because I was no longer forced to read math problems. Yeah, there were no math problems. I mean, granted, I still had to look at what, like, you know, the influence rating of a Robin is and so on. But you could just breeze right past that to the story section and be like, yeah, what was going on with Robin at this time period? Ooh, he was dead. (laughs) Ooh, he was dead. What's up, Nightwing? You have the worst outfit ever. That 1970s Nightwing outfit is the stupidest thing. I love that shit so much. He looks like he's an extra in, like, that uh, Starlight Express musical. Oh, man. Someone (laughs) needs to give Nightwing some skates and let him go to town. Right? I mean, just imagine Nightwing from the 70s hanging out with Dazzler. (laughs) Two of them on roller skates fighting crime. Oh, yeah. And just in the background, it's like, fame, I want to live forever. Yeah, just having to fight the evil Andrew Lloyd. No, wait, I'm sorry. Andrew Lloyd Webber would be the good guy in that universe. Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber. Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber has donned the mantle of the bat. <laughs> Obviously. And he's he's created a series of disco-themed musical uh, devices that Are Dazzler- Are more and- nefarious <laughs> than the last. No, he's the good guy that Dazzler and Robin can use to fight the evil Sondheim Steven. <laughs> the Sondheim Steamroller. <laughs> the Sondheim Steamroller. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for that there you go that's our villain Sondheim Steamroller and then 70s oh, Nightwing and Dazzler <laughs> to fight him I have a new character <laughs> if I ever play another game man the Sondheim Steamroller done yeah, no question that's, that's settled next time next superhero game it's gonna be the Sondheim Steamroller we already made our characters for the bonus content but I'm so con- I'm so thinking about changing I'll just reflavor it into the Sondheim Steamroller it'll only take a minute <laughs> Uh, okay, so but it's amazing how that shitty costume turned into a really good look for Nightwing, isn't it? Yeah. At the point where he just turned into black body suit, little blue thing. You're done. Go, have fun. Yeah, it was very streamlined, super good. Date the orange bikini Trump from space. <laughs> I guess you saw her space bikini Trump, because she has the gross orange skin, the gross hair, but she's bizarrely in a sexy super thong bikini. What the yeah. fuck? Every t- I was introduced to Starfire, like most of America now, through the Teen Titans TV show. 
Hmm. Where you're like, oh, look at that. She's rad. She's like a little alien in a cool outfit from like space and she's all into hope and she's all positive and shit. I wonder what the comics... Whoa. Yep. (laughs) Way more hair, way less clothing. Yep. There you go. (laughs) That settles it. What was your least favorite thing about the Batman, the role-playing game? (laughs) Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it's readability. So okay, I'll just let as you a concept. I'll, yeah, I'll just I'll let you have all the other stuff. Sure, fine. I'm Readability say, is a really good broad category. Yeah, yeah. the The way in which it represents what it wants to give you, all of its information is presented terribly. That's like, true. We've we've harped on a lot of games for the actual content of it or the editing or anything like that, but just its ability to make you want to read this book is terrible. And that's coming from someone who has read a ass ton of RPGs. And almost none of them are like a delight for all the senses to read. Yeah, some it's, of them are. I mean, most I mean, of the great, time great. it's the still is, just trying... a manual. It's an instruction yeah. booklet. I mean, you have to take some account in for the fact that we are purposely trying to find games that are not. Yeah. But I mean, even then, it's like a, a more flavorful stereo instructions is essentially what you're getting here. It's true. Very slightly more flavorful. Yeah. If your stereo instructions had the word the Batman in them, <laughs> you'd be like, like, oh, I'd rather read these. Yeah, you're like, okay, I've got to assemble this uh, desk from Ikea, and I put slot A into tab B and the Batman. <laughs> what? You, turn, you insert tab A into slot Batman, like in my fanfic. <laughs> I hope you've read my fanfic. It's called slot A. <laughs> well, Slot A is my Mary Sue character. <laughs> yeah, she's a little bit Slot A, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, she's a little bit Shot A. Shot A. <laughs> I'ma buy you a drink. <laughs> okay, so, oh man, Lil John would be a. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Just thinking no, about cool. Batman villains. Rappers as Batman villains is amazing. I'm gonna make. They're I'm, all great. I'm gonna make Wale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. And then uh, Batman would get hit by a, uh, a time reversal ray, and then he would become Lil Wayne. <laughs> hey! Oh, I just want to see Batman versus Public Enemy. <laughs> uh, so, that's uh, that was the worst thing. It's just actually trying to read this. It's not even that the mechanics of this game are terrible, which they are. Yeah, it's it's that trying to read about the mechanics yeah. is awful. No, you're right. They're terrible. When I was like, no, you only have the nine stats are fairly self-explanatory, but then I remember the two tables you have to move through between oh, yeah. one and the other and how the book even has instructions like, at this point, place your finger at your point on the table and then begin counting out loud as you move left from column to column until you encounter the column shift equivalent to the, if you hit the edge of the column, begin moving up. Yeah, like, it was just what? real terrible. It was uh, the whole book leads like it was one of those puzzles that's in an one of those books you buy at the airport for a flight, <laughs> which I love. I know I, I don't hate them. I just I always find them the most fascinating way of presenting information in the world. I always find myself logistically curious about who would talk like that. <laughs> like, hey, were you at that bake sale last weekend? Look, let me tell you, Jim didn't bring the nutmeg cookies, but he did bring three more types of cookies than Janet, who brought the, the vanilla cookies. <laughs> What? Uh, Why are you telling me this? Stop talking. Well, Reginald was there. Reginald baked not less than two cakes, but not more than six. (laughs) Shut up. Stop. Stop it. Janice was there before Jake, but after Bill. She was wearing wearing a red blazer, but not a blue outfit. Uh, Not anything in her outfit was blue. Good. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) So, okay. 
My least favorite thing in this book is going to be the concept of the universal measurement system. <laughs> My least favorite thing in this book is the concept of the Batman. <laughs> I just, it's not realistic. It doesn't make sense. Who would become a bat? Also, it seems like every time he does something new, it, oh, oh, that's another thing, first of all. Bats aren't that scary. Whenever he's like, I must become the most scary thing I can think of. A, a, a bat. A hey, ba man. Bats are tiny. Well, yeah, but like. People are kind of scared of bats. I mean, he could come up with something way scarier. Like the roach. He could have been like heart disease man. <laughs> <laughs> Endemic racism man. Systemic racism man would be a pretty good Batman villain as well. Yeah, both of them. They fight each other. Oh my gosh, systemic racism man just keeps ignoring Batman. Batman's like, I'm here to fight you, Bat it's systemic racism, man. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's great, Batman. But, you know, I actually am way angrier at Lucius Fox. <laughs> also, have you met my sidekick, Miss Andry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so, yeah, the con the AP table in this book, the one that, that breaks down units of distance and time and speed and weight into a universal measuring system that is like water off a duck's back to any brain in the world. Yeah, there's is, no way to memorize this. It's completely pointless. And and I and I hated it. I just hated it. So that's going to be my least favorite thing. That's fair. Yeah. Would you play Batman role-playing game? Which I think is the actual title of it. And we've been calling it we've been give, being generous and giving it a the here and there, but I think it's just called Batman role-playing game, which is weird because it's the only place they don't put a the. Yeah. yeah. So, uh no. And I love superhero RPGs. I mean, I would play, like, Heroes Unlimited, and that is a garbage game for idiots, but I would still not play Batman RPG. Well, there's there's just too many charts between you and what you want to do. Yep, that is true. Yeah. And it's every time you do something. It's like the old, uh, the Marvel... Marvel, where you had that giant chart yeah. that defies <laughs> it memorization. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you want to do. Every time you'd go to roll for something, you're like, well, let me bust out the chart. Yeah, the chart's on the back of the book, and it's in color, and the colors matter. Yeah, no the it looks like game a periodic is just table. Unplayably bad, and yeah. I would rather just play a superhero in a different game. We had at least one listener already say that they ran a campaign of DC Heroes, which this is a spinoff of. And I'm like, how? I mean, but granted, I was 12 and 13 for a while once. I remember trying to like earnestly run an a and then ignoring all of the rules that were stupid and just playing it. Yeah, I assume that you just knock the two tables out of the way and be like, roll to hit him. I rolled a 15. That sounds good. That sounds like it hits. Okay, <laughs> go for it. Have fun. Connect four. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sneaky, sis. Also, <laughs> sneaky sis is my other Batman villain. Don't wake daddy. Actually, woke daddy is going to be my other Batman villain. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> woke daddy is totally one of the superheroes. And he's like, hey, man, did you know that the government is trying to keep you from voting? Anyway, bye. Feel the wrath of my sheeple beam. <laughs> Oh, woke daddy. <laughs> woke daddy. That's, that's, that's a pretty bad Batman villain right there. Pretty bad Batman hero, too. Yeah. All right, so there you go. Uh, the Batman RPG. It's a, Oh, I'm sorry. I would well, also would you, not... Would you not play this? I also would not play this game. I, I figured my, my, my total agreement with you was implicit of my answer, but yeah. Just to be clear, I would not play this because it looks terrible. Good. Uh, so, that's been the System Mastery uh, podcast where we reviewed the Mayfair Batman RPG. 
As always, you can find us at SystemMasteryPodcast.com, System Mastery on Gmail, Facebook, or Twitter, or Patreon.com slash System Mastery, where you can support us. If you're a new listener, please consider supporting us. For any amount of money you give us, you get access to our bonus content. The bonus content is so good. It's us making characters in these dumb games. If you noticed how much we hated this system and you think it'd be even better if we had to sit there and painstakingly make characters and then describe that process to you, well, that's what you get. And so that'll be coming out uh, soon. All you got to do is support us on Patreon for the $1 level. We have a new goal on there that we're actually already surprisingly close to hitting. I did not expect it to start going so fast, which is that at $500, we will do something that we swore we would never do, which is read and then review Fatal, which stands for something, and I don't remember what. Yep, it certainly does, but I, I've i never cared enough to look it up. I've put it out of my head multiple times, because Fatal is... And, and for people who are curious as to why this is the goal, Fatal is a stupid game written by dumb shits. Uh, it's like... It's like the sort of people who think the Anarchist Cookbook, number one, has anything in it that would work, and number two is cool. But it's also, it it's basically like, hey, we have an entire thing where we are only reviewing the worst movies, and we're just specifically not doing Manos. You're like, oh, why? Well, we, have a, we had reasons. We had good reasons for why we weren't going to do Fatal. Lots of people have done Fatal. That is true. Fatal is really long. Yeah, see now... Lots of people have done just very in-depth, comprehensive reviews of Fatal, but... No one's we, done a shitty one. <laughs> but <laughs> what we bring to the table is not that. Exactly. We'll bring you the worst review of Fatal you've ever heard. We will bring to you digressions and jokes and maybe sort of touching on Fatal. Yeah, the game that With famously like has like pole. an ass circumference in it and so on. It's something that's been requested by people for a number of years. Uh, it's It's... Despite the fact that we, we, in our early podcast, we even said we weren't going to do it, it is our number one most requested game. Yeah. So we'll do it. Fine. We'll do it. We got we to gotta earn it, but we'll do it. It's like 1,200 pages long, so we really don't want to. And at $600, we'll play it, you bastards. We'll, uh... we'll sit down and make characters and play it. We may have to take volunteers because our usual cadre of role players that we roll with will not play it with us. <laughs> yeah, they are. They've already said, nah, no, nah, we're good. No, we're not doing that. That might just be you two. <laughs> So, so anyway, that's the new Patreon goal. It's out there. Thank you so much for listening, and have a good night. <laughs> I took your wrap-up too seriously. <laughs>